0: Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Making Sense Podcast, it's myself, Kalisha here. Hey, it's Sam.
1: Yours truly, the one and only Ro. Oh, man
0: like. How's man your like week Jay. been, people? Not, not bad, not bad. Oh, not bad. A, a not bad. bit more enthusiasm, please. Oh, good.
2: How's <laughs> It's been great. <laughs> that what
0: you're after. <laughs> Thank nah, you Thank you. It's been okay. Tony the tiger.
2: He was there for my childhood, you know. Mine too. He, his life looked so inc- excited. <laughs> he was always happy. <laughs>
0: Frosties were good, Dry. Yeah, he's fake, Jerome. As as Most people we meet them, are fake. <laughs> <they're> fake. <laughs> so, this week's episode, we are talking about gentrification.
3: Gentrification. Yeah, yeah. Is, that something, All to, right, ice is cube. that something to cheer about? <laughs> I, don't I
1: don't know. know. Maybe Jerome has benefit, benefited from it. You never know. Yeah. Right? My, my view on this is so mixed.
0: So, we're going to talk about the pros and cons. Why does it happen? Can everyday people benefit from it? Um, and who are the winners and losers.
1: If there are any. Mm. If there are any winners. Yeah, good point.
0: Um, But yeah, before we get into that, I'll pass it over to Manlight Frank. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, sorry. Sorry, (laughs) sorry, Jerome, I took you on Manlight. Um, Nah,
1: you know, I I don't mind sharing. Yeah, well, as usual, you guys know the drill. Um, You know, whatever we're saying is don't take us to (laughs) the gospel. Don't go and do what we tell you. We're just giving you advice. Do your research. If we told you to jump off a cliff, you probably wouldn't do it, right? You would research, does jumping off a cliff kill you or something? <laughs> so do the same thing, you know, with any investment advice or anything we discuss. And yeah, that's it.
0: So I remember when... I'm going to talk, talk about my own experience with gentrification. So I grew up in Battersea mm. and um, Clapham Junction... I literally had everything. I don't remember going anywhere, like having to travel to Brixton or Peckham to get loads of stuff. Like you had like the Arden Hobbs, you had like Revels for your school shoes, you had like your Woolworths, you had like your jewellery shop and then you had Quick Save and then further down the road, you have like a little shop that sold like your um your spices, your, your bun, your mm, harder bread, yeah, all of that yeah. in one place. And then I think I only had to go Clap and Comment to get like your hair creams and stuff. Like, And then... It's so sad, but I don't even remember when it just all disappeared. Mm. And it happened so quickly. Like, Woolworth shut down. And mm. then I think that's the only place I remember shutting down was Woolworth, which is now Waitrose. And um, everything's just gone. Was wait, that when Woolworths,
3: wait, went, Woolworths went? Woolworths went altogether, didn't yeah, went they? Yeah, they only did. yeah. they yeah. went online. They went
1: back. Yeah. So, Which uh, Waitrose? The one by the cinema? Which Waitrose? Clapham Junction
0: and Junction. Oh,
1: opposite Marks and Spencers. Oh,
0: yeah. That used to be Woolworths. Yes, 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 it was. And then next door was like McDonald's. Then you had Ravel's. Across the road was Arden Hobbs. you're right, you're right. And where, like Norfolk Road, where the um, Nando's is, Mm -hmm. that used to be like, I wouldn't say ethnic, but ethnic area, that's where it had like all the little shops for Mm. where you can get your spices, your hard-eared breads, your meat, and all of that Mm. used to be there. Now it's like... I Mamas and Papas, you yeah. got yeah. the Byron fancy. there, you got yeah. all the fancy shops. I remember when
1: just... worst went, I remember Waitrose <laughs> opening as well. Yeah. yeah. Go on. So, anyone else with a personal experience? Anyone's personal post experience? You go for it. Well, I think Brixton's the most open. Huh? <laughs> remember Fridge Bar? Remember oh, Zed bar. bar? Zed Bar? None of that stuff's there anymore.
0: And now you've got Sports Direct, you've got Size next you, to Greg's. You've
1: got a hotel.
0: What, what, what you got a um, hotel.
1: Is it Ibis? What was it?
0: Oh, um, no, Premier Inn. Premier Inn. We've one Premier
1: Inn. Uh, you've got these fancy burger places. You can. Buy you got a, a village now.
0: Pounds. Yeah. The market's gone smaller. Mm.
1: It's get it's getting smaller and smaller.
0: The only thing with Brixton, once the Iceland closed down, I think Brixton Just, is is done. Because yeah. mm-hmm. what I don't understand is in Brixton, in Clapham Common, the Icelanders got refurbished. Yeah, so yeah. did the Brixton one. No, lot Brixton hasn't been refurbished and to me that has the most foot flow yeah. and I'm thinking why hasn't it been refurbished and my only idea is because they want to close it down like and, it and make it middle, into middle. something else yeah. so one, I think Brixton should stay exactly how it is because I think it's a mix of both worlds yeah. you've got the middle class as you call them and then you've got <laughs> It's, it's, it's funny I, I was at the, the, the brixton mm. box park whatever
1: mm. and um i was i was waiting for someone. i can't remember who i was waiting for. so i was just sitting there having my, my palm wine right <laughs> and then this <laughs> guy was like silly. oh oh uh, can you sit next i was like yeah yeah cool and he just started talking to me he's like mm. oh, okay yeah he's like yeah he just moved down you need a job and he was like recent grad whatever He got a job in the city and he moved down there mm-hmm. yeah. near acre yeah. lane I was like, okay, cool. He's like, yeah, he really likes Brixton. It's really dynamic, blah, blah, blah. He's like, yeah, well, what about you? Did you just recently move there? Like, I was like, I no, know. I've been there for quite a while. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I was like, you know, Brixton has really changed. And I was like, oh, is it? What was it like before? And I was just telling him, I said, well, there was a lot more crime. There was a lot, was a lot of estates, all these new builds you didn't have. He's like, okay, that's really interesting. I, he had no idea. It was like, before, there like a couple yeah. of months.
3: Um, I grew up in Dalston, Hoxton. Oh, yeah. a lot. <laughs> so it has changed a lot. I think the first thing you notice is new builds in the area and then you'd see like a differences between the shops that are now in Dalston Market and where they're before. So you've still got all your hair shops and you've still got all your um, butchers and stuff like that. But there's just a different feel. But it's a bit safer. I can't mm. lie. It's yeah. a lot livelier. Just a lot of chain coffee shops like the Byron's the tortilla places I feel like with gentrification comes the restaurants with like the wooden benches and the outside (laughs) it's true you get those yeah is it I've got money
2: but I don't want to make it look like I've got money yeah yeah, yeah. this window can go all the way up
3: (laughs) and it's got an outside area yeah I've seen a massive change but I guess we're going to talk about the pros and cons but um,
2: um yeah yeah so I grew up in East London uh Stratford in particular so I've seen gentrification massively because, and I think I've said this on an, another episode, or maybe when we were just talking, all that you see now in terms of Stratford City was just, it was nothing compared to what it is now. It was like old semi-abandoned um, arches that had like various small shops or little one-man mechanics. There was an abandoned uh, horse track where most of the Olympic village is now, and there was a market there. Um, a Deja Vu radio station used to be there, funnily oh. enough. Yeah, so you know, Deja Vu, for any of you that don't know, you all know some I of the MCs Deja that v- came from it. So lights of Dizzy Rascal, Roll Deep, all those guys came out. Came, nasty crew, they came out of Deja Vu. So very, very pivotal in the grime scene, definitely. Um, but yeah, I've massively seen it change. And I remember when it happened, I remember when I was in school and they told us we'd be getting the Olympics and then everything started to change. Mm. Uh, I'll f- try and find a picture of the old Stratford bus station and put it up on our social so people can see. Yeah. It was this old concrete block, it just looks so depressing, versus what you have now. Westwood wasn't there at all. Um, all you had was Stratford Centre. I remember I when was dead. Uh, it I was. was dead. I remember when McDonald's came to Stratford Centre. That was big news for the area <laughs> of East London. You lot laugh now, but every school in East went down to that McDonald's because it's the first, it was the only one in the area. You what? know, yeah, it was it was a it was big news. All we had was the Bossman Chicken Shop to go to <laughs> with your one pound, which was dope. Probably not nutritious, but it was cool. Um... And then bit by bit, you've seen it change. So you've seen the Westfield come in, you've seen the the Olympic Village come in uh, and you've seen all the changes that's happened with that to now where you've got, what I always found quite interesting, he had Westfield and he had Stratford Centre and it was a massive difference. difference. Yeah, Yeah. 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 And it still is. Uh, I can see them starting to now kind of refresh Stratford Centre because I always thought it would go I didn't think the two would yeah, stay still there. Um, I can see a model where they both could work though just for different uh, I guess
1: you, you get the lower scale
2: exactly shops exactly right and, and, and when I you think,
3: walk through you feel the difference yeah and
2: yeah. to be honest part I actually like that so if, if they can maintain Stratford Centre mm. and it has the kind of shops at the price points that the historic people can still afford then that's good because then they can still stay in the area. That's how I like
0: Brixton to stay you how know, it is as it, well. It, so I agree. If, you know, so yeah. if you've got
2: the money to go into Westwood, you, you can. Yeah. If you don't want to, you can still shop in Stratford Centre. It'd be better than it go and then you have nowhere to shop. Yeah, right? That's true. Whether that's sustainable, don't know.
1: See, with Brixton, yeah, I, I always feel like th- this is, I guess, idealistic thinking or whatever. Mm. Right? But with Brixton, I always felt like if only we had a group of, say, millionaires, right? Maybe black ones or whatever. Mm. But just if we had a group of people that were just interested in maintaining some kind of culture culture in Brixton, some yeah. kind of black culture in Brixton, and if they all kind of put money together and bought half of the village or something and had some kind of structure yeah. where they only leased to shops of a s- 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 specific kind yeah. or yeah. whatever, that kind of stuff would have been sick. Yeah. Yeah. You know yeah. what? And I actually
2: think that would be needed, right? Because this is my theory on it, right? Let's, we, you can't get around the fact that black culture, as I said, we're only 3% of this population. But yet we've shaped British culture so much, hmm. right? Culture in general. Exactly, right? So if it gets to a place where black people are displaced from these areas and we have to go somewhere else, the people that want to be down or want to be cool are only going to come to that area. Yeah, you know? definitely. And, and
1: that's what, what always happens.
2: You know, so th- so One, if you want to keep these places being trendy, then you're going to have to keep the people there
1: that made it trendy, yeah. right? But they know often what happens is... You'll have a diluted version yeah. of the yeah. culture, agreed, but then agreed. to a lot of people that that's never enough. knew yeah, the like original, yeah, like jerk rice. Yeah, that's yeah. enough. <laughs> jerk
2: soup. The, the, the <laughs> people <laughs> got, that so never need the stop? original, <laughs> guys, you can't jerk everything you want to, yeah. right? well there's jerk soup? Yes, yes. taste a different
0: thing I saw it on Jerome. Well, but good, but well, don't you
3: just get the jerk powder? Jerk isn't just a seasoning. Jerk is a protein. No, I'm joking, guys. I'm joking. Please don't think that this is what I really do. You
2: jerk something. It's just not <laughs> a seasoning. Yeah, I,
1: right. when I, had, I had chicken in Jamaica. I don't even think they put the powder on it. No. Or it something to do with the wood. Or something. Have you yeah.
0: had KFC in Jamaica? Yeah. Oh, when
1: I was eating meat, gosh. that was the one.
0: That, that was like a 45 minutes to an hour wait, but that was so worth yeah, it. It was. Oh, wow.
1: It was. Actually, I did have KFC in Jamaica. I don't
0: yeah. Think it was. I'll be quite you anyway. <laughs> so anyway. Um, yeah.
2: So gentrification back to that topic. Um yeah. As I said earlier, my kind of views on it are quite mixed. Uh, and I've mentioned this. Uh, shout out to the guys down at Conclusion and Jay in particular. Um, they had a show that me and you went to. Yeah, when we spoke about it. Yeah, yeah. And it's tough because I look at it from okay, the the, the angle of being a, a black man, a black person coming from a working class background, living in East London when it was a working class area, and seeing many of my peers not being able to afford to live there now. Me potentially can't even buy a house in the same area I lived in.
0: Lies. Just hold that thought because I'm just gonna do a definition of gentrification because yeah. okay, some people might uh, not know. I was actually gonna look say at, that. look at my we, phone. We to do that. <laughs> all... Let's let's okay. Yeah, so, according, yeah, yeah. according to Google, gentrification is the process of renovating and and improving a house or district so that it conforms to middle class taste. Mm. Do
3: you know what and the things I love how that's worded because I feel like it is so accurate. Yeah. I feel like a lot of definitions stop. Before it says or class yeah. Yeah. So it's just improving, adding life to upgrading. It doesn't actually mention that it's actually trying to conform to one class. Yeah. Yeah. But uh,
1: another definition was also just the increase in land value or housing value. Mm -hmm. So making sure or trying to increase the land or house value in a specific area. Yeah. Which all
3: sounds so positive and completely ignores the negatives. And,
1: And you know what? At the heart of it, that is what happens, you know? I would yes. say at the heart, of it there's a lot more.
2: But the
3: consequences yeah. of it are what. Yes, yes, that's the
2: yes. Thing. yes, yes. Yeah. So but we're no, no, go no. Go that's fine. And that was good. That's good. You did that. 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 Yeah. That's helpful. But yeah, we and, and the reason why because the whole class thing, right? Mm-hmm. So from a racial point of view, it, it bothers me that not many black people aren't able to benefit from gentrification as much as other races, or we're being priced out or whatever. But from a middle class perspective, I enjoy it because yeah. there's more things for me to do in my area. It's safer, you know. So. It's tough. I I almost have some sort of a survivor's guilt because I mm-hmm. gentrification hasn't impacted me as much as many that's of my friends. That's what I was
0: saying earlier before the episode started. I don't think gentrification affects Black people financially as much. I think, I think well, it affects middle class Black people. Doesn't. It? Yeah, I think it affects us culturally. Mm. And then, whereas in the US, I think it affects them more mm. on a oh. race on a, Is it because there's more them of them? So that's the thing. Yeah. So I've not
2: really looked. Yeah. So I watched a couple of videos in Jamaica. Uh, sorry, American <laughs> gentrification. Uh, because I remember at that same show there was an American lady there that said how it's a lot different over there that's definitely something I want to look into more so if you got any stuff on that that'd be cool
1: one of the main reasons is that in in London or in the UK we actually don't have black areas we Mm. have areas where there's large black families or whatever but there's no areas where it's just black in America you have it you have areas there's no single white person Mm. they're all black they're all Latinos whatever so once you start tapping into that kind of region it's completely different to here and also remember in London even places like Kensington, Notting Hill, Chelsea, you have all these houses for two, three million, and then next door you have an estate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so it's in in London. It's I different. think yeah, it's different, and it works slightly different as well. No, I don't, okay, that, and that's that's a good point actually. Yeah, because
2: any of our black areas, there's always been a decent amount of white people in those yeah. areas. Always, yeah. No, I would agree with that. Um, but yeah, so h- how do you guys feel up towards
1: it? Um. So, so, or you know
2: should well, we just what, go into the pros and cons
1: yeah, yeah we can all get into the pros yeah. and cons I think cons. the pros are quite obvious but let's go with them
2: increase uh, housing and land prices and most of us are going to benefit from that right if our parents have bought council houses mm-hmm. that have tripled or doubled in value or whatever it has done that's been because of gentrification in some part yep. lower crime rate exactly lower prime rate, um, exactly lower yep. prime rate. Um, and one of my friends said he prefers the hackney he lives in now than the hackney he grew up in yeah, yeah.
3: um, it's more aesthetically pleasing yeah once yep. the upgrades have been done yeah
2: um, transport links get better new yep. social places yep parks, business opportunities to places to yeah. go
0: yeah.
2: I, and that's, i think one thing a point i want to raise like in terms of i think this might be slightly off piece but like with black businesses i think sometimes we focus too much on selling to black people and i think we should sell to everyone so if these rich middle class white or asian or whatever race people come into the area what do they need what can we sell to them mm-hmm. instead of you know let's make a business to sell to black people i think mm-hmm. that's one thing we may need to get away from because we are only 3% of this population. You're only selling to a fraction of the market, right?
0: I um, need to realise gentrification is not a race thing in the UK, I don't believe. I don't think, I so. think no, it's a it's class a thing.
2: Yeah, it's more of an economic thing, I think, yeah. than a You thing. Yeah,
1: no, it's
0: not. Any other pros? To me, I find that the cons, there right was way more cons I mean, than, than pros. mm
3: Anyone got any more before we move on to that? <laughs> the pros, yes.
1: one of the other pros is that employment in in low-skilled jobs increases. Does so it? So low-skilled services job, like waitering. Uh, oh, yeah. Is okay. that even a word? Yeah, So, yeah. yeah. These people with money come to the area, exactly. they're going to want services. Uh, yep. yeah, yeah, exactly. Some stuff like um, deliveries. Deliver- Deliver- delivery, Yeah, stuff like yeah. that. Uber. So yeah. those, those kind of jobs increase drastically. Mm. But then if we're talking more high-paying jobs, no, more higher-skilled jobs. There's no increase, mm. no.
2: So once again, you know, your everyday working class person doesn't benefit from
1: it. No I, no, I think with gentrification, it's the the people that move in they they benefit the most. Yeah. Because let's not forget those that come in early, they come in at a very low price, right? Mm-hmm. Especially for housing. Yeah, mm. yeah. So yeah, they benefit the most.
3: Okay. So the cons.
1: Oh, oh, oh! also, the government benefits significantly. Yeah, of course they
0: do. Um, A, <laughs>
1: increases in house prices mean higher sales tax. Yeah. Um, higher sales taxes in general for the shops that are coming up, they're emerging or whatever. Mm. Um, then you also have... Um, what's the other one? Um, what's the other one? Maybe oh, uh, higher corporation tax. Because okay. there's more businesses. More business. mm. yeah. Okay. So,
0: cons. the cons... Um, Local businesses suffer as large competitors start opening up. Mm. So, like you said, the small little convenience stores are now turning into like little Waitros, yep. yeah. Tesco Extra, Tex- uh,
2: Express. Sorry. yeah, but
3: that's happening because they can't afford to pay the rent for their spaces yep. anymore.
0: Yeah, business rates, rents.
3: Yep.
0: Um, new developments are profit-driven and not community-driven. Mm. Yep. Yep. H- um, rents for houses. I saw a wealthier people moving into. Poor areas. Landlords raise rent prices to cash in from the wealthy. Yes,
3: yeah. 100%.
0: Exactly. Um, it said one of them was people of colour criminalised because new people feel in danger. Yep,
2: yeah. yeah. I can you imagine
0: that? Yeah.
3: Can you imagine? I can you imagine
0: that? Um, anxiety of not knowing what's happening next. Mm. Loss of play areas and social networks. Like I think a lot of people saying there's um, a lot of knife crime now because there ain't no places for young people to go to because they close all of them down and turn them into new builds and stuff like Mm. that. Mm. Um, No longer feeling a sense of belonging. So it's not really the physical, it's it's like the mental. Yeah, Mm. just feeling like your community has
3: completely changed. Yeah, that's it. I think that pretty much covers all the ones I had. I think the
2: last one, the sense of belonging, I think, as I was saying to you earlier, like, I don't know. I, (laughs) I think maybe it just for me, it dates back to the fact that I've always... Uh, understood my place in in the UK and that, you know, we're very much new here. Some would consider us guests here. So I've never really been wedded or tied to one place. You know, I grew up in East London, but I've lived throughout. So if you're telling me that I have to move to another place, but it's going to be better for me, I have more money, my pocket be cheaper. I'll happily do it. And is I, it going
3: to be cheaper, though? Well, if you...
2: So, okay, as I, as I said at the event, if Barking right now, uh, compared to where it is uh, location-wise and prices, is very advantageous. Mm. You could probably get a three-bedroom house in Barking for less than 400 grand. You want the same thing in Stratford, it's going to cost you nearly half a million. In Barking, you're near City Airport, you're near the A13, you can get out the lakeside, you can get into uh, into the city. Mm, it's yeah. a decent yeah. area, right? And it's still lagging behind just because of lack of development, which yeah. is going to come if the bridge comes. Really and truly, if you're a black person uh, in in a position to be able to buy, maybe you and a group of your friends go and live
3: there. Mm. You no, know, I think it's the fact that feeling that you have to make those decisions so rather, yeah. pushed pushed. rather than, actually, yeah, I want to go and try and live in Barking.
2: But I think for me, as I say, I look at things too objectively. That's just the situation we're in. Like, we're not going to stop gentrification. And as I've said, in some ways it benefits me. So I don't know if I want to stop gentrification. Mm. I just want to know how I can use it.
3: So for me, I feel like gentrification has its pros, which we've spoken about. So it's nice to see an area just look better, be safer, be cleaner, be upgraded. But at the same time, that shop that's been there for 50 years that everybody loves, all of a sudden can't afford to be there anymore. And they have to go elsewhere but i so think that's we, happened here before there, there was a shop here 50
2: years before that you gotta remember okay for yes. instance as i've said to you before like so say many of these people are maybe coming in from essex or whatever they could probably turn around to you and say my granddad lived in east london before your granddad lived in
3: yeah east but london. why did they leave by choice because f- they wanted to set up shop in essex yeah. i'm talking about the fact that people have had a business and their intention is to pass this business through their family and all of a can't. sudden oh, okay at the end of your contract in six months your rent is now this much and it's a substantial increase. So you've got to move and go elsewhere. And that's a community business. Everybody loves that place. Everyone loves visiting there. They know everybody. They have to go and set up in a completely foreign place. I'm
2: not arguing the merit, right? But it's the situation we're in. It's, I don't know. I, I don't know how you guys feel. Us sitting here and arguing whether it's right or wrong or moral or not, there's no question. But the thing it's is, it's not, not an moral. argument.
3: I think we're allowed to have the conversation and yeah. put the views across. It's not just because we're saying it's not right; it doesn't mean we're saying it's not right. Stop there. It's not mm-hmm. right. but we're allowed to discuss whatever we so think. Please, please, stop. <laughs> please stop. Please stop. <laughs> please.
0: That's God. gonna sound horrid on the mic, but I don't care. I'm gonna turn it up. I'm gonna amplify
2: <laughs> it. All so is going can hear you sing. But I um,
3: think um, I think we can have the conversation.
0: Yeah. Okay. I hear you. I hear you.
3: And maybe through talking about it and understanding what we don't like about it, will lead us to start thinking about the solution. and What can we do as yeah. people?
2: I just think it, it's interesting, though, because I think it's impacted different people differently. Yeah, I think mm-hmm, the definitely. Asian community has impacted them differently because they own their places and they've bought houses for their three kids on the same road or on the adjacent road. So you can't move them out of the but area. But it
0: has affected their shops, especially mm. around my area, because oh, really? there was like a lot of foodways. There was cross cutters. There was like three or four. Now there's only one. And my main one has now gone smaller because they can't afford the rent. Got you. So, there's now only one main shop that you can go and get your Oyster card and your your little sweets, your chocolates, whatever from. So, yeah, they're okay with the houses, but when it comes to shops, no, they're not. Okay. Um,
3: And I was seeing something about um, a market. I forgot what market is. Um, I'll put it in the notes, but... There over the years, as you've seen, less and less people visiting that market, and possibly because of the type of developments there and the people that come by don't generally shop in a market. Maybe they're busy due to their working hours. They shop online. They get. Is it in London? Free. Yeah,
0: probably East Street or somewhere. Probably, Maybe or something like that.
3: But so the stalls are suffering because the people are just not there to shop in the market anymore
0: and the thing is we're getting older now so we're not shopping at the same places everyone's yeah. getting older so i, should,
1: I still go to Brixton market
0: yeah Brixton market but when you're younger you, your mum used to take you issue because you know you can get your kickers from <laughs> yeah, there yeah, yeah, or you used to go get
2: but you'll also go to westfield
1: and shop in any number of shops in there
0: too exactly
1: You may? yeah i actually don't shop at west i hate
0: westfield but you
3: know what,
2: know what i'm trying to
1: say i don't know
3: in terms of apart from obviously um There's a cause in Brixton, right? (laughs) I don't shop (laughs) for (laughs) cause.
2: He shops at Reese. Reese, that's what I meant. (laughs) Apart
3: from the the cost of homes, rents, and stuff, do you feel like the cost of buying things have has affected you? Yeah, it's made it more expensive. And planting,
0: how much is planting now? Well done for
3: pronouncing (laughs) it correctly, though. How do you guys? (laughs) How do you guys
0: pronounce plantation?
1: You get get three for one, right?
0: Sorry, wait. Sorry, hang on. How do you pronounce?
3: How do you pronounce? How do you uh, uh,
0: pronounce mountain?
3: Anyway, point taken. <laughs> I mean, point, Sorry, point, no, point proven. Francis, she's taken the point. Point Francis, proven. Plantation. I'm anyway.
1: saying in Brixton, you get three for one pound. In Surrey Keys, it's two for 120. That's
3: disgusting.
1: Wow. <laughs> wow. It's going to happen. Yeah. And in Paddington, it's like oh, they have planting in Paddington. Either. Yeah, no, no, they no. do, yeah. Whoa. But it's like, whoa, whoa, um, it's whoa. hella green, isn't it? Yeah, it's like <laughs> it's, it's two, <laughs> <not> two, <laughs> two pounds. That's green, but I don't
0: know. It's like
1: two pounds, two pounds for two or
0: something. Oh, some dumb. Madness. come on. Listen, come on. Jamaican sweet potato is £3.50 for one. Wow. For one. That's that's the, that's, that's the way what we no. live in,
3: right? But then everything's getting more expensive, isn't it? That's, the going. Yeah.
1: that's why I always say the only solution to your problem is make more money.
0: And I think as but that's, that's easier that said so than ignorant, done. Right? I'm sorry. Yeah, that's easier said than done. I know. I,
1: I think the I'm second like the solution I'm is just, cut
3: your
1: expenses. Yeah. You know, yeah. yeah. Your... I, I, I didn't actually
3: mean it. I'm just. He, he, mean, mean, it. he meant it. He's so, so, so. I was
1: exaggerating so. in order to place emphasis on whilst trying to get across.
3: <laughs> I think there's a word
0: for that. But anyway. So it sounds like all negative, but can everyday people actually benefit from the process of gentrification?
1: Absolutely <sighs> not yeah no i'm joking of course they can like the obvious one is with the house prices right yeah yeah i think kids benefit the most because um compared to where you would grow up if let's just say your area gets gentrified yeah by your parents stay there with you rather than you growing up in some estate where there's knife crime and there's nothing there's nowhere to go blah blah blah. you might eventually grow up in a place there's loads of activities there's loads of parks um your neighbors might be completely different very mixed to the mm. ones you would have had your schools might improve yeah uh i don't know when you're at a certain age you might be you, know, you might get a part-time job somewhere i don't know i think kids benefit the most mm-hmm. but
3: what if they're growing up in that environment but around them there's very very few people that look like them
1: that's an issue
3: yeah that mm-hmm. is an issue and I think like that could be a direct result yeah. of... And,
2: and I, I think it's important to have a community. I think yeah, some, so some people, they won't say that, say that, but I think it's because they probably used to be in the dominant um, yeah. factor. But I think it's important to have a community, to not feel otherwise, which is a great word that I got from Money Whites from Rice at Home, but to not be made to feel like you're the minority is important. Mm. Not all the time anyway. You know, You should at least be able to have one place where you can just be a person, not a black person, mm.
1: or an yeah. Asian person, or whatever it may be. No, to me, that place was Ghana. Agreed. Agreed.
0: Um, but can every
2: um, So, yeah, yeah to yeah. your point... Sorry, go, cliche.
0: I was saying, yeah, you can benefit. Um, I think we said it in previous episodes. Put your money together with friends and buy a shop. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. If, if if that's a shop that you... If you want to own a shop, but any type of business, just put your money together yeah. and build.
2: Yeah. A perfect example that, Crep and Cones. Yeah. You know, you've built a shop in an area, in an area of Croydon that's developing or whatever. And you're going to sell it to where you all, come from, exactly, where you live. Sell it to all your fans that may not be black. Potentially, it could be any number of colors because mm-hmm. their fans will be quite diverse, right? And that's what it is. You take what money you have, you build an enterprise in a place, and you sell to the people that are there. And I think that's what we need to do. And that's, that's what I
0: said earlier. Part of um, was it again, Box Park? Mm-hmm. Build part of Box Park. You could do yeah. that. Own like a little, like a closed shop, a little. The only
3: thing I was going to say is with the Captain Conan example, that's great what they've done, but is that everyday people? No, yeah I mean, they right? they've automatically but, got people that are going to attend yeah. their yeah. business but at i least don't once, think that's hard for everyday to person to do no i'm not saying it's hard but i just feel I like we can't it, use know. that we so, can't use that as an as okay, example right, The same scale but we have social out. media yeah. to boost
1: it's hard because of um, the money you need to do it initially because mm-hmm. how much does it cost to run a restaurant i think you need at least 20 30k right to decorate but and you, no between with four or five
0: people not everybody's name has to be on that lease but you all could be investors that's nothing
1: look i agree with you i think right now if there was some magic opportunity and we all had we had to raise 50k and if we really did we everything could we, could, we, could, we could we could it. probably do yeah it. yeah probably do it but does everyone want to do that i don't know i don't think the it, average person Person wants I f- to do I
3: think it's possible. It's I'm not disputing oh, that no, at no, no. all. I would I just never feel say like it's not possible. Using celebrities as the example is not going to work mm-hmm. because okay, automatically fine. you can't relate. They to have them. an advantage already. Exactly. They, they do. But, I,
2: I, yeah, okay, I hear you. I,
3: okay, I hear you. But, but, it's but it's not impossible. That is something that we need to start looking at doing. Yes.
2: And the only reason why I'd say you can use an example because you can do what they've done on a smaller scale, yeah. maybe. Yeah. So, yeah, okay, right, yeah. they've got an advantage in terms of capital and they've got an advantage in terms of uh, notoriety, right? but you know you can do you can do something on a smaller um, scale that requires less or maybe little capital if you're doing it nimble if you're doing an online business yeah. maybe the and you can build your no- notoriety through social media like most of our influencers yeah. do
3: the reason why it's good to mention is because we said the point of this podcast is to be relatable mm. so like, we can't sit here and say Crept and Conan have done this we should be able to do it that's not relatable as yeah. soon as somebody hears celebrities done this you switch off because don't have that money don't have that yeah. status don't have that audience okay. so, that's so, the reason I mention it but yes it so we
1: can possible. say we can give that kind of example but then we have to follow up with something else to say now these might be celebrities yeah doesn't mean you as an everyday person but can't can it. It. Be, but we can your journey be different be on a lot smaller in a smaller a scale way yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah 100% yeah
2: I think I would just Done. point it as an example as a way of taking your culture and selling it to the people that are now in that area oh like, yeah definitely that's what it is. And um, like you
3: said earlier, you made a good point about black businesses don't always have to have black audiences. Yeah, I definitely You can just cater that. to the people I, I, in the yeah. area.
2: I think black business needs to stop trying to only sell to black customers. So as I was saying, can everyday people benefit? To your point, Fulham, for your point, I, I agree. I I think I probably am that kid that because my parents bought in my area and were able to send me to to uni or whatever, I've been able to get a, a decent career to be able to stay live in this area and stay in this area. So I grew up in a place that's a lot better than the place they grew up in. And I've met different people, been able to experience different things. So you can, I think the problem you have is that not that that's uh, not common. Yeah, so it was, small already, yeah that it's that not common. It, it doesn't feel like it's common in our, in our kind of social group, in, yeah. in, in, amongst black people. Let's yeah. call it what it is. Um, many of us, unfortunately, are still in, in social housing and whatnot. And when you're in that, often if issues arise, you have to go to other places and then that creates social issues. You're no longer near your support system. Mm -hmm. So, you you know, you're having to work long hours and uh, pay lots of money for childcare because your mum can't look after your kids. Uh, And then the the high rents you're having to pay uh, stops you from sending them to maybe after school clubs or whatever Mm -hmm. that will help them be a more rounded individual. So I think you can, but unfortunately it feels like for black people, not enough of us are in a position to benefit. And that's why I think we have to look at it differently and probably be a little bit more proactive with how or where we go or what we do mm. um otherwise we're just going to be victims to it that's it
3: so in terms of the asian community in east london mm. and how they've been able to invest in the area and possibly being able to battle gentrification because mm. they mm. own the shops yeah it
2: definitely feels like they've they've fared better than us
3: yeah
0: and what could we do but do you think that will continue though in the next 10 years I don't I, think so. Do you
3: know what? I feel like if it doesn't, it's because they've agreed to take what they're being offered. Yeah, to be, yeah, so they're not going to be pushed dealt, out. Yeah. No, yeah. No. I they, think
2: they'll stay as long as, until house prices get to a ridiculous amount and then they'll go and buy half the land somewhere in Sussex. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. And that will be their new area. Yeah. You know? yeah. So I think it will be different. They won't be pushed out and placed in places against their will. They'll sell their property in wherever they are and go somewhere. Perhaps.
3: I feel like everyday people can benefit just having variety having something new having something fresh having somewhere different to go but i think that's similar to what jay said as people that have grown up been able to get certain jobs make money the changes kind of seemed natural i've got more money in my pocket i'm able to afford things that maybe my family couldn't afford years ago but i feel like we're taking for granted the people that i'm not in that situation yeah, do you know what i mean I,
2: I, so okay. no no, I was going to go on to the next
0: point.
2: Yeah, does gentrification increase growth? Um, the short answer
1: is no, <laughs> it doesn't. Oh, at least across the board, or? again, so there's there's differences. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mainly looked at the US because, as usual, there's not much data in the UK. Um, there was a study that is it focused specifically on um, Atlanta.
0: We should maybe do an episode about the lack of data in the UK. Cause everything <laughs> is U.S. <laughs> everything is yeah.
1: yeah. Um, it's true. You're right. Yeah. So so yeah. What what um, it was basically saying that um, it it doesn't necessarily increase growth. And when I say growth, by the way, I mean GDP growth. Oh. That's what I mean. Yeah. Nothing because there's is it's difficult so to the
2: point of it then from a government perspective. Or do you just think well, it's a na- more of a well, natural phenomenon? Well,
1: no, it actually so it does increase growth, but um, there's there's some elements which increase and there's elements that decrease. So earlier we, we spoke about employment, for instance, right? And I was saying that um, there's an increase in the um, the low wage, low wage employment, which is the case. But what also happens as a result of that is once these areas start to start to get gentrified. It's only the local shops that were there before that tend to employ local people. Mm. Those new shops coming in, and they already have an idea of who they want to employ, yeah. so they don't tend to employ locally. So again, that is that offsets that increase, if that makes sense. The other the other part of that is um, those locals that are employed, a lot of them, as a result of the of the prices going up, they can't afford to live there anymore, so they have yeah. to move out. Yeah, which means distances are longer to travel. They spend more on whatever at the end of the day it might not even make sense for them to work there anymore simply because of that so as much as yeah there's a lot of good but there's a lot of negative elements that offsets it Mm. Um, the only increase was um, government revenues that I collects. so that increases in the very short term but not in the long run Um, so uh,
2: what's the reason behind that
1: no I think you'd have to dig deeper but uh, I don't know no we can I don't know. It, does, it is interesting. Because also, also you have to remember, whenever there's um, an area gets gentrified, and let's just say house prices all of a sudden start rapidly rising, mm. the, the only reason that's happening is because it's coming from a low, low base, right? Yeah. That's, and so once it reaches, once it reaches in line with other areas, which are like the norm, so let's just say for the first two, three years, house prices go up by, say, 40%. The fourth year, it's not going to go up by that again, yeah. because it would have risen to... Neighbour neighbouring areas, yeah. blah blah blah. Yeah. So the fourth year might be two or three percent. Mm. So yeah, there's a there's a there's a short term increase, but not a long term one. Do you think it's worthwhile? Yeah, doing it talk? it is worthwhile for the reasons Sam mentioned. Um, a the area changes, right? It's aesthetically more pleasing. People naturally want to come there. Mm-hmm. Um, there's newer shops. There's everything improves really. Obviously, the cultural side might suffer from it. Mm. And some people get displaced, which is the biggest downside. Yeah, yeah. I think if what what the government needs to do is when places get gentrified, they need to find a way of keeping a lot more locals in there, mm. which I don't really know how that can happen. I know a lot of times when there's new builds, you have to have a certain percentage
3: for social housing. For so, yeah. yeah. I'm not sure that's enough. And the I thing is I don't for affordable housing and the thing is how affordable I'm is not sure that's what enough. is affordable housing yeah, exactly? share to build new
1: Yeah. And and yeah. what exactly. I think what what the issue there is that when these new builds are built it's not the government that builds them. Mm. They they give contract to some contractor some I don't know housing construction firm or yeah. whatever, right? Yeah. They build it for profit Invested, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. so yeah. I'm guessing if the government were to start building houses I'm not so sure. We well I mean the local housing? Well, I, I think so, yeah. yeah. I think one, one of the unique things about the UK is this whole social housing thing yeah. where people yeah. can even buy this. You know, that's that's just in the UK. It's mm. a unique UK
3: thing. And there's a big push for there to be more. I think it's 80,000 more affordable uh-huh. homes by 2021. Yeah. yeah. But um, again, how affordable are those homes? Yeah. And, and I don't really thing. give it to people you know, that actually you, need yeah, it as You know as well. what could actually
1: solve the housing problem or reduce it significantly mm. is to get rid of the green belt. And he's going to say that but it's the truth yeah, it's I mean, the only solution yeah, right yeah. there's all these areas do you want to
0: explain what the green belt is yeah so
1: it's like it's a, it's, it's, well it's like a, there's a specific area around London where mm. you're not allowed to build yeah
0: mm.
1: right if they were to remove that there would be a lot more houses but
0: the environment so London
3: can only
1: grow certain, a certain amount basically
2: so that's why house prices are getting so expensive because it's like a demand. You know, supply yeah so that's 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 it um, is that a completely environmental thing, or is that just the a... I,
1: I mean, I find it highly suspicious to say the <laughs> least, right, to say the least, because yeah. we have so many parks in London, yeah, 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 I'm sure if we got rid of one or two be parks bad. parks there's loads of parks in London.
0: why do you want to get rid of them
1: to build houses so people can live mm.
0: I didn't say get rid of
1: all of them. I said a couple or at least I mean look, look at the size of Clapham Common, right? Come on, we can take a third of that, and mm. no. No. Nah. Okay.
2: <laughs> and there you goes. There's no one answer. To this, yeah. Right? And if you're not going to get rid of a parking Clapham then how are you going to tell a guy to get rid of a big field on the outskirts of London? Mm. You, know, you know, that might mean as much to him as a parking Clapham. So yeah, sure. Yeah.
1: But I think the um, people need to. There's, there's, there's not a lot of economic activity outside of London, mm. right? If we have more firms moving to, I don't know, Birmingham or. Newcastle or something, yeah. and there were a lot more people following. That would also even out. But so
2: I think I can see that kind of happening now, right? And even at my last, work, last workplace, we were seeing that one of our offices was in, was in Leeds, and they they're moving a lot of work up that way now. Mm-hmm. Uh, mainly because it's a big uni town. There's a lot of development there, so there's sharp communities there. <clears throat> And a lot of the kids in uni aren't automatically coming to London anymore. They're, they're staying, staying in, in Leeds, in the, yeah. So you can get because it's cheaper, yeah, exactly, and it's closer to their homes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But quality of life. So you are seeing that like, different hubs like Leeds, Liverpool,
0: Manchester.
2: Leeds, um, I think there's another area as well. I think we mentioned the Northern Powerhouse. Yeah, uh, I think yeah. that was a George Osborne thing. Yeah. Um, I don't. It's definitely not on the same level as London. Yeah, but I can definitely see they're starting to try and build economic hubs outside of London because yeah. there's only so much London can grow right? yes, exactly. you know, and we have got people coming in from those places and we can no longer afford to or you know can't house them so it might happen I don't know at what pace we this you know Who knows? one interesting thing I did read and I need to reread it in more detail but it said the gentrification because it's not just happening in London it's happening in other areas like anywhere mm-hmm. where people with money are moving into a place yeah. that traditionally had no money you're going to get gentrification yeah. right um. apparently in Liverpool it, it seems that they've not lost their culture as much I don't know why, I don't know how it's different maybe because it's a more British, inherently British culture versus ours being a, a more recent mm. culture, I don't know if it's been easier to hold on to it there, but that has been one area where they said it, that London can learn from, culturally anyway uh, in terms of keeping what was their original and What's still the population
3: difference? Europe. Ooh, don't know actually I don't
2: know. I know Birmingham's the second largest, yeah. isn't it? So I don't know where Liverpool ranks. Mm. Um, but yeah, that, that was literally one article that I kind of skim read on the way here, uh, no, before coming here, so sorry, sorry. maybe I'll look into that a bit more.
3: So, who are the winners and who are the losers when it comes to gentrification? Is there a set answer to that?
2: <sighs> I think I'd say, in, in, for me, in order, uh, the middle classes that have a lot of capital behind them, and they're comfortable to buy houses. Um, then the middle classes that are okay, here anyway that you know can probably afford to rent and afford to buy the the expensive burgers and whatnot, uh, and then everyone burgers. else is losing. <laughs> 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 that would be me.
0: I think who said that the winners are kids? Was it? Was yeah, it you? I think the losers are kids as well.
3: I think maybe well, just culturally. losing a bit. Of, yeah, you know, culturally, culturally they're the losers,
0: yeah. and I think sometimes that's a bit more important compared to financial. Yeah, mm-hmm. I guess.
1: But then that puts more responsibility on their parents to show them what they're missing out on. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agreed. I think that's even one. more
2: important now, right? Yeah. To uh, you know, promote your cultural identity to your kids in a place where they're not gonna naturally just see it down the road. Yeah. You know?
3: I think if the intention was to actually upgrade areas rather than try to earn money from it then I think it would be a great thing, yeah. but then that wouldn't be called gentrification. People could just see their areas improve. Of course, that would mean higher costs in some places, which I think is absolutely fair. But the fact that it drives out some people that, of from places they call home, I feel like that's just one of the biggest downfalls. Yeah, it's not but there are there are benefits to it. So, mm.
2: and it's different in different places. So you know, one thing, John, when we speak about gentrification, um, you know, in South East London. As you say, that's a place where there's always been white people in that area. Whereas there's parts of Islam where that does properly feel like it displacing people. Mm. Um, so I, 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 don't know. I think, yeah, there's winners and losers. And unfortunately, unless you own where you, where you're living, you're susceptible to being a loser. <laughs> For sure. Like ownership is, is, is true. That's why I say we should all go move to Barking. Who's coming with me?
0: Are you buying so, me a house there? Oh, yeah. <laughs>
1: No, but you know
2: what? I, really uh, why
0: cool did I ask Jerome that out of all P. people you know, that Jerome, tie us? You know anyway, I mean, the prudent
2: accountants. <laughs> Jerome. And we need more prudence. One minute, Francie. I'm going to deal with this. We need more prudence in our community. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. It's okay. I'm blah, blah, guys. blah. Don't
0: try and impress Jerome with finances. Blah, it's a waste blah. of time. The blah, it's right minimal.
2: blah. Anyway, Francis. God bless you, through. Sam. <laughs> it's, too, it's, a, it's too late. Jazz already blessed her,
1: What we need is like, say, if you had 50 people, right? with okay. some money willing to move to barking or something. So we but we stuff.
0: do know 50 people that has money that are willing know, to move to barking.
1: Money. I'm not sure about it.
0: I don't know about barking. If
1: oh, I I would never move to barking. Neither would I. So um, there's that, that, the problem already, right? You've got people like me that don't oh. want to move to barking. It's fine.
3: You see, do you know what's so funny, right? People that have the choice... To say, I would never move here, never move there. What's the difference between those people and people that have lived somewhere all their lives and now being forced to go somewhere? It's the same thing. Mm. If you were forced to go and live in Barking, it would be hell for you. I guess. But, yeah. for, but for some people, yeah. that is their reality yeah, due to education. Yeah. I, I don't know. But, but the
1: point I was making is, yes, I, what I would... Uh, no, no, say I would never move to Barking. Yeah. However, let's just say we got 50 people, right? Say 50 people, maybe they're, they're all, you know, good, well... well I don't know, they they're doing well in life, right? Mm-hmm. Um they're cool peoples. They're not no show offs that just wanna you know, they're just good people you you want your kids around. Yeah. Something yeah. like that, right? Like like minded, that's the word I was looking yeah. for. Say we had fifty like minded people willing to move to to Barking. Mm-hmm. That's a community right there. Mm-hmm. But that's a fifty people arriving, instantly there might be small shops to cater for us, mm-hmm. right? For certain things, you want to buy whatever. Yeah, and they would I have to. Like yeah. If we did have a mini exodus like that, I will definitely follow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So okay, and I only. Exodus. S- uh, I only, s- oh. <laughs> so I only say Movement of job
0: <laughs> people.
2: Anyway, um, that's right. <laughs> anyway, guys. Um, uh, so I only say Barking because it's an area I've uh, looked into recently. I'm from East London. There's uh things happening there, yeah. so I see it as a potential growth spot yeah. in London. Uh. But there could be somewhere else. It doesn't have to be Barking. I just think, yeah, there does need to be an, an area that we go to that we can take advantage of the fact that we maybe have a higher incomes than the people that are currently there now uh, and go and gentrify that area. Like, that's essentially what I'm saying. I think we need to go and gentrify something.
3: Yeah. yeah. That's
2: what I'm saying.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but
3: we need like that. Um, community to do it. We need yeah. togetherness. That's the underlying thing,
2: unity. We need every, unity. Because every group, whether it be a minority or majority, moves in a unified fashion in some level, even if they have internal disagreements, for a single purpose, they'll move together. Yeah.
0: The thing is, we move together for when it's raves. Like we all come together when it's a rave, but when it's something of purpose, we don't. <laughs> we don't. Mm.
2: Maybe that changes. I, I I do definitely have. faith. I think we're
0: just a little bit lazy as a well. Little bit, is do, more more. Yeah. A little bit, but yeah. I do. I actually feel the younger people a Comfortable.
2: I I agree. I think we definitely got comfortable and got used to settling for less. I think sometimes. I think I've we got, got so used much to being. To to say about this but... I <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. so- I think we got used to certain for this or make and do, or as I said at the live show last year, I definitely think we had a survival, many of us had a survival mindset and not a thriving mindset. You know, can I get by and not can I get better? That's my opinion.
3: We want to hear what you guys think of gentrification yep. and we want to know how you've been affected. Do you think it's a good thing? Bad thing? Tell us why.
2: Definitely. Yeah, uh, man. How would they do that?
0: And <coughs> I think use... Ma- um, Making the... Sense PC Thank on you Instagram you. and Twitter. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Use the hashtag MakingSensePodcast when you're commenting and responding to our questions.
0: And contact us on at MakingSensePC on Instagram and Twitter. Mm.
3: Send us emails, info at MakingSensePodcast.com Keep on uh, commenting, liking and subscribing on SoundCloud,
2: iTunes, uh, everything like that. Responding to the polls. Please give us any questions you think we should be asking as well. DM us that. Um, Did you not want to shout out the young lady that yes, sent us
0: a message. Yes, yes. I want to shout out Benny at underscore Ben ZZX. I hope she's okay with us. Yeah, um, the hell of her name. I hope she's okay with us saying her at. But yeah. thank you so much for your message. We really appreciate it. Because sometimes we don't know who listens and who's yeah, actually yeah. taking in the info. So mm-hmm. it was really nice mm-hmm. to hear from you.
2: Yeah, she, she definitely seemed very... Uh, inspired and thankful for what we're doing so we're in turn thankful
1: for you for listening
0: and she's using the knowledge to benefit and increase her income so
1: it's true we're making a difference guys and you know when you get there feel free to send us a check
0: (laughs) (laughs) no that's just francis but okay oh yeah no no, i'll happily take it by
1: myself i'll send you my account details we'll take it from there
3: (laughs) we'll take it from there god bless over and out take it easy peace